Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. In this episode, I'm excited to dig into part of my Disney story with you. We have had an episode or two in times past where I've mentioned a few little tidbits about my honeymoon experience at the Walt Disney World Resort. But this time, we're kind of going further into detail to talk about what we ate, what we did, where we stayed, you know, some of the other kind of special uh, adult experiences, if you will, that we had. Uh, it was just a wonderful time all around and it was right smack dab during the middle of the holiday season when we went 15 years ago and a lot of the things that they offered then are still being offered now and are coming back definitely this year in this holiday season so it's it's a great episode to listen to if you're planning a honeymoon to the Walt Disney World Resort or if you plan on traveling to the Walt Disney World Resort during the holiday season so regardless of which camp you fall in or you don't fall in it and you're just looking to listen to something fun I thank you for joining me on this episode and let's get into it shall we tonight this is travel tips tuesday and it is july the 27th 2021 and tonight's topic is my disney honeymoon story and you're probably saying to yourself self this would be a great night for john's wife to be on in person and you would be correct it would be a great night but she won't actually be here in person and that is my oversight uh my fault i was she actually is going to join us in the comments here for a little bit for a little bit of uh, back and forth banter, but it's been a super long day with the kiddos and everything. And uh, we're kind of winding down for the evening. So in fact, one of them may make an appearance based on what was happening uh, a little while ago. So anyway, uh, we'll see. Uh, but tonight uh, the topic is uh, my Disney honeymoon story. Uh, it's a story that I go back to from time to time. I've kind of told it when I've talked about uh, our, uh, my Disney story as a whole, kind of like when I was a cast member to kind of, you know, where I am now, uh, our, our Disney honeymoon story is, is very, is a very kind of central part, uh, I think to all of that. And we'll get into more of that here in just a little bit, but as we dig into that, I want to hear from you. Okay. Where did you honeymoon? Where are you planning to go if you have not gone yet? So if you have been married, where did you and your spouse honeymoon? Would love to hear about that, whether it was to Disney or like the beach or the mountains or a road trip, whatever it is. We'd love to hear about that. And then also, uh, if you have not honeymoon yet and you're planning to or maybe you're dreaming to you hope to one day where did you where do you plan to go so i would love to hear about that and you know we may throw in a couple of uh, options and tips along the way we'll kind of see uh where we go with that but first tonight uh let's talk about some some travel news specifically disney news real quick we always love talking about food uh here on travel tips tuesday and sometimes people get a little bit hangry because of the episodes uh kind of more focused on food especially when we start talking about holiday food items. We're not doing that tonight. We're actually going to talk about some more reopenings of uh, restaurants uh, that have been announced. Uh, Yachtsman Steakhouse over at Disney's Yacht Club. Kind of, it's almost exactly in the middle um, between Disney's Yacht and Beach Club. So kind of more on the Beach Club end of, of the Yacht Club. Great steakhouse, one of the best steaks on property. Uh, it is reopening just a few days, uh, which is next Wednesday, I think one week from tomorrow uh, on, excuse me, one week from Thursday, rather, on Wednesday, August, Thursday, August, August the 5th, 
can't talk tonight, uh, Thursday, August the 5th. And bookings will be available in just a couple of days on July the 29th. So if you are headed down to the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, August 5th or later, be on the lookout for some uh, reservations to open up at Yachtsman Steakhouse. Second on the list, Toledo, the Tapas Steak and Seafood Restaurant at the top uh, of the main tower at uh, Disney's Car Coronado Springs, the, the top of the Grand Nestino Tower, which is the newer portion of the Coronado Springs Resort. Uh, Toledo is an amazing restaurant. You get some incredible views of the Walt Disney World Resort property. You can actually look out one side of it and kind of see part of Galaxy's Edge sticking up. You can see some of the park icons lit up at night, and even fireworks if you catch it on a good night from uh, a few spots. So, uh, Toledo, super great. I had the chance to go there with one of my friends uh, at one point who graciously invited me to come along uh, for a dinner that night. And it was an amazing experience. Great service, great food all around, and super happy to see uh, that spot opening back up, as I'm sure guests of Coronado Springs and Grand Destino Tower will be glad to see that open up back as well. So uh, great steak, seafood, uh, you know, tapas all around if you're just looking for some smaller bites. Also, speaking of seafood, if you want to get your uh, park seafood fix. Uh, the Columbia Harbor House will be open in full. Um, there have been some sort of some basic dishes from Columbia Harbor House that have been uh, offered, I believe, at Tomorrowland Terrace at Magic Kingdom uh, while part of the time uh, that Columbia Harbor House has been closed. Uh, but this particular restaurant is reopening uh, for full service on August the 5th as well uh, with uh, reservations soon to open also. Uh, and this is a place where you can go and get a lobster roll, a number of other different types of seafood if you want. Uh, so definitely check it out right there in the Liberty Square area, very close to uh, the Haunted Mansion. There's also the Pizza Fari over at Disney's Animal Kingdom Pizza Fari uh, to grab your theme park pizza. Uh, it's by no means Via Napoli over at Epcot, but uh, it is it's pretty decent over at uh, over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. That will be opening back up on August the second, so that will be next Monday. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And then, last but not least, taking a step away from uh, talking about Disney food updates for now is Harmonious. Uh, we've heard a lot about Harmonious. We've talked about it. Harmonious is going to be replacing Epcot Forever uh, towards the end of September when Epcot Forever will actually kind of cease operations. We've we've known that this show has been a temporary show for some time that is not going to be sticking around forever, and it will be going away towards the end of September. So make sure to catch that. I believe that the last uh, date that it is showing is September the 28th. Also, for uh, Happily Ever After, there's been some speculation along the way that that show would be coming back after the 50th special show that they're going to be doing called, I think, Disney Enchanted, I believe is the name of it, uh, that is coming to Magic Kingdom starting October the 1st, as well as when Harmonious is coming up. But Happily Ever After will be showing for the last time, I believe, on September the 29th. So please be aware of that for your travel plans moving forward. Again, both parks do have replacement shows that are coming. Uh, Harmonious, as we mentioned, uh, and then the Disney Enchanted show as well. That is going to be absolutely incredible. Both of them are amazing. Uh, if you have not been on the Disney Parks blog recently definitely go and check it out there's kind of a about a two minute or so sort of behind the scenes look at a harmonious that looks pretty neat that kind of shows some of the barges uh you know operating the water spraying about you know spraying out the video effects and even a little bit of fireworks i mean they're not going to show everything you know they're just kind of it's kind of like a teaser trailer a little bit if you will so 
very excited to see uh, what comes about there and what that full show is going to look like. So, and I hope to be able to report to uh, you all uh, this October when, or possibly November when hopefully I'll be down there. So, and then last but not least for Disney news today, today I'm wearing my run Disney uh, polo that my wife got me for Christmas uh, a few years ago. Uh, Today, the registration for the 2022 Walt Disney world marathon weekend opened up in early this morning, not early this morning, but at 9 a.m. Central. Some people were on like way earlier than that. just kind of like refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. Uh, There's some crazy fun run Disney enthusiasts out there. I, uh, I was able to re-register for the Dopey Challenge for 2022, so we'll be talking about that uh, as we kind of get closer to uh, kind of get closer to that date. We'll be talking about that running journey a little bit. Uh, so, looking forward to sharing more, you know, more of that with you. As some of you may know, I used to have a running podcast specifically focused on my Dopey training journey. I was signed up for it last year. COVID canceled that. Just wasn't working out uh, putting wise. Uh, kind of where we were at in life at the time. At the time, so we put a pause on that, and we're moving forward. We're coming back around to it, you know, doing the training, all the things. So um, hopefully, we'll have an awesome time. It'll work out. And and the dopey is one of those things. Like I'm not, I'm not an ultra runner by any means. Uh, I do it just because I love it. The Run Disney environment is a massive amount of fun. If you've never done a Run Disney race, I highly suggest it. I know some of the races have sold out for the marathon weekend. Uh, last I checked, I believe the half marathon, 5K, and 10K have. Uh, so really, I think the marathon and some of the challenges were are some of the only ones uh, that have opened, uh, that are still open as of right now. But occasionally, Run Disney will reopen some of those races. You get to run through all the parks for the marathon. You know, get to run through some of the parks for the other races, and it's just so much much characters on the course. And well, we'll we'll talk. We'll get into that. Uh, get into that later on. So, uh, once again, to kind of for those of you that are just popping on, we're going to be talking about my honeymoon story tonight, and hopefully, my wife will be hopping on in the comments here in just a little bit if she's not already. And our question of the day is this right here: Where did you honeymoon? Where do you plan to honeymoon if you haven't been yet? I would love to hear that from you tonight. So let's see who all uh, is on tonight. Cool. So um, first and foremost, Katie Lynn says we're going to Sanctuary Cap Cana in October, but January is Disney COVID wedding. So everything's messed up. There are a lot of people uh, just like Katie that uh, have had their wedding plans, vacation plans, all sorts of turned around and messed up and people have had to flex and figure out different sort of options to fill the void for a little while because, you know, you don't want to like getting married is one of those things that, you know, you don't want to let a, you don't want to let the COVID craziness get in the way of. I mean, that's something that you can go and do and knock out and get done and, and it still be very special and meaningful uh, for everyone and even a honeymoon. But that's awesome that y'all are getting to do that. Uh, and it'll be a lot of fun uh, being there in, in January for sure. So, um, Jen said she liked the podcast. It was so good. It was good. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad you like that. I may have to revive it every now and then. It maybe won't, you know, it, it won't be like a weekly thing, but like maybe every so often, uh, because I only got, I think like maybe seven or eight episodes, something like that. It actually showed back up in my podcast feed, uh, recently. It was, it was called run dopey by 40 because my goal was to run the dopey challenge before I turned 40 and I turned 40 this past may so i'm 40 now <laughs> so do- it's more like dopey at 40 i think my wife came up with uh that hashtag so we may have to like rebrand it and then kind of pick up where we left off kind of thing so anyway we'll see uh we'll, we'll talk about a we'll talk about some of those uh ideas and thoughts later on so uh let's get into the honeymoon story so first when when was that 
<clears throat> in the year of our Lord, 2006. December 2nd, 2006 was my wedding anniversary. So it will be 15 years uh, this December. I'm excited about that uh, for sure. It's been a great blessing to be married to my wife. She's been she put up with a lot. She's put up with my kind of travel obsession, Disney obsession and all the things. Uh, and she understands that as well because she's a former cast member. Also, she was a college program uh, student there. And for anybody asked me now, no, I did not meet her while she was a college program student. I actually met her uh, almost five weeks to the day before I graduated college. So uh, we can talk more about that later on. But um, again, we, we didn't honeymoon, we didn't leave on our wedding date because one of the conditions kind of uh, of when we were getting married and whatnot is uh, graduation was college graduation was, I believe, on December 16th of that year uh, for winter. So my wife actually finished uh, fairly early. If you take into account her her college program time and the fact she finished a semester early, she actually graduated about a year early. Uh, and we took, you know, a little bit of time off. And uh, then we went on our honeymoon a few days after she graduated. And then that week that we went uh, was actually the week before Christmas. And you're probably saying to yourself again, self, isn't like Christmas time frame, isn't that usually kind of busy uh, around the Disney parks? And you would be absolutely correct. Uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's at Disney, uh, Walt Disney World, rather, uh, is the busy and Disney, the Disneyland Resort and even the, the itineraries that are going on Disney Cruise Line and many of the other Disney parks worldwide is one of the busiest weeks of the year. Kids are out of school. People are traveling. People are wanting to, you know, give wonderful gifts, create some amazing memories, and do some awesome things just to celebrate the season and have a blast. And what a better place to do that than the Walt Disney World Resort. And my wife and I were both cast members there for a little while, and so we already had kind of some special memories and whatnot. It had been a couple of years since we had been cast members there. So we wanted to go somewhere special that was meaningful to us. And that's why we picked there. Uh, we stayed at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, the what would be the Jumbo House. Kadani Village didn't, exact, didn't exist just yet. We stayed in a Savannah View room. We actually took a picture of like the, the room number on there. So we still remember that. We've got a whole photo album. Like, you know, remember the albums with the pictures? You put them in and you like you open it. And there's actual like physical pictures in there. If you remember what those are, uh, we do have one of those. They exist uh, in our house. And sometimes we'll get it out when we have family or guests or whatever over and our kids will look at it and you know, ask us questions about things or whatever. So uh, anyway, so we've got that with a bunch of, you know, pictures of animals and different things that we did uh, along the way. It was a great stay. Uh, we love Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. There's a lot of awesome things about that uh, resort hotel that that make it one of my favorite places to be on all of Walt Disney World property. Uh, the sheer amount of dining availability that's there uh, with Sanaa and Jico and Mara, the quick service and, and a few others, uh, the number of free things to do around that resort hotels, different sort of, uh, you know, scavenger hunt kind of things, seeing some of the animals that are out there talking to some of the cast members that can tell you different stories, just a lot of really neat things to see just the sheer detail, the detail of that particular resort, Resort, especially in the grand uh, kind of lobby atrium area. And, and during the holidays, they have this massive, massive custom tree that they put up. And it's different every year. It's not the same. It's different. And it has a lot of really cool detail in it as well. And, uh, you know, it's one of the places where if you're not staying uh, at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge during 
the holiday season uh, and you're visiting Animal Kingdom Park, I would highly recommend you popping over to Animal Kingdom Lodge for maybe dinner at Sana or Jico or, or one of the other restaurants that's there on property because uh, it's definitely a great place to uh, see and definitely a great place to uh, experience. So um, <laughs> this is adorable. Babies, thank you so much, David. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I think he's commenting on the, on the amount of time maybe that we've been uh, we've been married. So anyway, um, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of awesome comments that are coming in tonight. Y'all thank you so much. So yeah, we stayed at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Absolutely love that. One of my favorite resorts, great service, uh, great experience all around it was wonderful. Uh, we did, we didn't really do a lot of eating at the resort itself. We did have some reservations. We had one at Jico, uh, which is one of the nicer restaurants that's at that particular resort hotel. And we did not eat there because my wife got, uh, a stomach bug, I think food poisoning while we were there. And you're probably thinking about food poisoning sick. You know, you don't want to, I mean, no, you don't want to get sick at all, you know, let alone like, you know, while you're on vacation. And we actually got we were taken care of uh, pretty well. You know, we missed out on our probably about a day and a half or so of uh, our trip. At least we had to take it easy uh, after that. We were basically at the hotel uh, for an entire day, just kind of hanging out. You know, we had the Savannah view room, which honestly, like if you're going to be stuck in your room trying to get back up on your feet after a little stomach bug, then yeah. I mean, what better place to be? You know, it rained at one point. So we sat outside on the balcony, watched the animals and, you know, it, it rained and, you know, all those things in, in the quick service restaurant, uh, the Mara at Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, is one of the places that I went to repeatedly to get food and whatnot. And, uh, so sometimes I would eat it on the balcony. So, you know, my wife could rest or feel better. And, uh, anyway, so, um, great experience there. And honestly, like one of my favorite stories to tell of, of my experience, my personal experience uh, at Disney is on our honeymoon when she wasn't feeling well. And I was trying to figure out like what to do. Uh, this sort of hit her in the middle of the night. So um, I'm up at like 3.30 a.m., like, you know, we didn't, we didn't have like phones with apps and things. So we had a phone book you know, you know, yellow pages in the room and then there's the front desk. So I'm like calling the front desk to see if there's anything. Uh, I'm, I'm opening the phone book to see like where the closest, um, where the closest drugstore was or grocery store. Like I know where some of them were, but I was trying to figure out if there's anything closer. Cause again, we didn't have apps. Uh, you know, we didn't have like computers or tablets or any of that. This is 2004, three years before the iPhone was, uh, was excuse me 2006 uh one year before the iphone was released so um it was just it was a, like i was because i was you know i was frustrated i felt bad for her and i wanted to kind of help her get better so uh finally got the front desk they're like come on down here we'll see what we've got see what we can do so you know i went down there and i'm just like i don't even know honestly i don't even think i had my shoes on at this point uh i was dressed decently so you know there's that i call that a win i went down to the front desk and they're like well you know explained to them kind of what was going on i wasn't feeling better and uh so they went and got the manager and said well we don't the gift shop's closed i don't have anything at the front desk but there is a section you can see this if you go to uh the um the quick service locations for some of the resorts on property at Walt Disney world. Or, uh, if you go to some of their gift shops, you'll see this spot there. They'll actually have a section with a lot of like over the counter medicines, like, you know, Tylenol, Advil, Benadryl, Pepto-Bismol, you know, those kinds of things. So I, I went there 
they the manager actually unlocked the gates so like the lights were turned off unlocked the gate turn all the lights for me to go in there like there's a section over there kind of like watch me like a hawk to make sure i wasn't like you know messing with anything walked over grab what i needed he said uh, i don't even think i had my watch but regardless he said you know stores closed right now uh we want you to be able to take care of your wife we're very sorry that you know this is this has happened and so just you know if you if you remember you know she gets to a point where you, she's feeling better you know come on back out here and we'll just settle up then does that sound good and i say yeah sure you know absolutely so like in theory like I didn't show my ID room key any of that. I just kind of, you know, showed up and came out there in theory. I wouldn't have, you know, could have just you know, not come back, but I did, you know, I'm, I'm honest. So uh, I went back and settled up and it was just a really meaningful moment because the, 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 the manager there, the front desk people, they didn't have to do that. They could just said, well, you know, here's the number for, for number for a taxi and we'll call you taxi. Cause we, we had flown down there. Um, and so you can, you know, kind of go and, get what you need and like come back or whatever. So, but they didn't make us do that. So they let me take care of her there. And we were kind of in there for about a day and a half or so got her back up on her feet. And we kind of went, went back out and kind of finished up, uh, finished up our trip. So we didn't get to go to GECO. And honestly, like one of my goals with all this travel planning thing is to be able to uh, take her back there and uh, finish up that stay and kind of get, get that day and a half, plus back that uh, we missed and have dinner at Jico. So that's one of my personal travel goals. And hopefully, you know, one day we'll get to relive that maybe during the holidays. So that would be, uh, that would be pretty awesome. So uh, other dining that we did do uh, that, that we were look forward to, and I or did look forward to and look forward to hopefully doing again someday. Uh, I mentioned uh, Mara, the quick service restaurant at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge in the parks. Uh, specifically, I remember uh, having dinner at Garden Grill and, you know, with Chip and Dale. And I think uh, Mickey was there also. They were kind of dressed up in some holiday fare. And uh, Garden Grill is is one of the, I would say it's it's almost a secret in a way of Epcot. Like it's not. People know it's there. It's the rotating restaurant in the land pavilion. Uh, but uh, it's got a great menu. It's all you care to eat family style. So they like bring it to your table. You're not going to a buffet or anything like that. I mean, they're not really doing buffets at all right now at Disney World. Everything is all you care to eat family style that was uh, a buffet. So, you know, they have a set menu and it's basically like holiday food, right? It's kind of turkey and dressing kind of roast kind of stuff. So it sort of fit for the season that we were in and it was great. The food was delicious. You know, the character greetings were great. The service was awesome. You know, it was right there in one of our favorite parks. And I'm going to talk about our Epcot day here in just a little bit, because I was definitely highlight day, highlight day of, of, of our entire honeymoon trip. Uh, we also ate a lot of Mickey bars because, you know, Mickey premium bars, got to take them. So let's go back and see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she says you may like telling the story but i like the free wine story so uh yeah so i think i think this is the comment that my wife put up there so we're not like heavy drinkers or anything in our house but uh i had called ahead and this is something you can do and travelmation actually has something kind of like this that we can do uh is is your agent as your travel planner that i do for clients right now and you can actually call ahead and have uh, the Disney kind of gifts people send gifts in advance to your room. So I wanted to do that. I want to make sure we had a little, you know, uh, bride Mickey ears and the, and the Mickey top hat. Like back then they actually had a top hat somewhere in the house and it doesn't fit 
on my head at all because I have a large noggin. And um, my wife makes fun of me because they had to custom make a bellhop hat for me when I was a cast member at Tower of Terror. My head was so big that uh, they did not have a hat that fit me in all of costuming at then Disney MGM Studios for Tower of Terror. So um, I was just that special. She may be going to get the hat right now to bring it to me. I'm not really sure. Yep. Hang on. I think she's bringing it to me. So it's kind of, it's kind of dusty a <laughs> uh, little bit, but yeah, this is it. This is what the uh, hats used to look like. Turn on backwards. This is what the hats used to look like at, um, at Disney world. Kind of when, when we honeymoon, so you could see like right now, like it totally, like I could put it like that or like that, like if I wiggle my head, it, it falls off. But anyway, so, um, Anyway, so it's like Disney right there. So got it from there, and that kind of came with that gift set we got in our room. So it had the the, the Disney bride um, kind of mini white ears with a veil on the back, and then had that top hat, uh, a couple of you know champagne flutes with a bottle of champagne, which I had told them that uh, we wanted sparkling grape juice instead. And so they actually did that by mistake, and so they ended up sending us a second kind of basket with these things uh, with a bottle of sparkling grape juice and another pair of champagne flutes. So we actually came away with like four uh, Mickey champagne, champagne flutes that are really nice that we only ever use around new year's when we toast our sparkling, you know, grape juice um, and a free bottle of wine that we never drink. So um, anyway, I think we may have like given it to somebody or something, but, um, I just thought that was kind of, kind of interesting. Um, so, um, that was, that was, that was a fun experience, but, um, that's, that's that story. I'd, I'd forgotten about, uh, forgotten about that. So I'm going to change the uh, banner on the front there. So we'll, we'll come back to some of y'all's stories. We'd love to hear more about that. So some other things that we did, uh, aside from eating, cause we ate a lot. We like to eat. Disney has good food. So we checked a lot of that off the list. Uh, one of the other highlight experiences was getting a couple of massage at census by Disney spa at Disney's grand Floridian resort and spa. So we planned it, um, where we spent an entire kind of long day at magic kingdom and we were done at the end of the day. And we were just like, you know, if you've ever been to, to Disney, Walt Disney World, you know what uh, Disney tired means. I mean, it's just like you just want to lay down and just kind of pass out and, and sleep. You can sleep anywhere on a bus, you know, with somebody's stranger, like armpit in your face. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're packed in there like sardines. You're all going back to your hotel and you're just tired. You just want to check out. We were like, we knew that we were going to be exhausted. So I think what we did was we went through all day. And, uh, we went kind of, I think it was like late mid to late afternoon. Uh, we left the park, um, went over to Grand Floridian, uh, to the resort and spa, went to senses, you know, did the couple's massage experience, which felt like it was five minutes, honestly, but I think it was about an hour long. Um, and then we left there, went back into the park and did the fireworks and watch wishes. If you remember wishes, Love that show. Massive fan of Wishes. Absolutely love it. We've got the soundtrack floating around here somewhere. Um, and then again, we went about the rest of our night. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, that was definitely a highlight event uh, as well. So um, yeah, the spa was amazing for sure. My wife agrees with me on that. On that. <laughs> Tracy says, okay, uh, now I want a massage. Tracy is uh, a kind of local friend and, and client. So uh, yeah, so they're, they're slowly starting to, to 
provide some updates to some of those experiences for guests. So uh, we can definitely talk about that. There are two census locations uh, at Walt Disney World. Uh, it's kind of the main one that people know about is at Disney's Grand Floridian uh, Resort and Spa. And if any other Travelmation agents are uh, on tonight, I think the other one is either at, it's either at Old Key West or Saratoga. I think it's at Saratoga Springs. I think that makes more sense. Uh, so those are kind of the two places that you can uh, you can go and have that experience. Uh, there are some kind of other spas on property, but those are kind of the new main two main ones that are known for the best kind of overall uh, from beginning to end kind of pampering experiences for uh, for for ladies and for men uh, as well. So um, I would go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah, it is. Jen says it's Saratoga. So thank you for that. Um, so. Again, for some reason, like my, I'm just in a brain fog <laughs> right now. So I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this later and see what I was actually saying. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. The next thing we did. So if you um, saw the, I'm going to take my camera off. small um there's a very small kind of sliver of the streets of of america that still still exists right outside the entrance to uh galaxy's edge over at disney's hollywood studios but they have this massive light display this massive light display um that uh, was from the osborne family did it and disney kind of caught wind of it and said that's really awesome we come do that at a park and they're like yeah so let's do it and you know, eventually that agreement ended unfortunately but like if you've ever been shopping in like the middle of the summer or like late spring and uh, there are Christmas decorations that are going on the shelves and you're like, what in the world? Like school hasn't even ended yet. It is the middle of July. Why do I see Christmas trees up already? Like this is like how much detail went into the uh, spectacle of dancing lights at Disney's Hollywood studios. They would start putting these lights up, I think in like August. Okay. So August, so like for three and a half ish months uh, before they they turned them on uh, for you know to kind of have the whole experience there at Disney's Hollywood Studios that would you know was Disney MGM uh, back then and it would like you could like watch them they had like cherry pickers up and the lights up and you could see them strung along the buildings and everything super detailed you know they would have uh, lines kind of across between the buildings with things hanging and just I don't know it was a really cool experience thing spinning around music snope so kind of the fake soap snow um, it was narrated then I think by Phineas and Ferb so if you are a Phineas and Ferb fan uh, from Disney yesteryear. So uh, it was just an absolutely amazing experience. Love, 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 love uh, the Osborne um, family spectacle of dancing lights. It was just a really cool experience. I like putting lights up. So if you're, you know, a Clark Griswold kind of person, uh, this would have been like your thing for sure. So uh, lots of just, it was just one of those things. People milled around, hung out. It was happy. It was cheery. It was just like, it's one of those things where I would love to see it back. Like if we were to do an episode, which we may do this someday. And Tony, if you're still watching this, remind me about this later. Um, we need to do an episode of like things that we would bring back if we could. And this would be definitely top on my list for a number of reasons. Just a great all around experience for guests. Uh, and I think a pretty high guest satisfaction rating too, uh, for the most part. So 
uh, definitely sad to see that uh, to see that go. Next on the list, some other things that we did: the Christmas parades at Magic Kingdom. So definitely highlight if you've been to the very Merry Christmas party uh, in the past or the version of it that's say coming uh, this year. So uh, and they've done um, you know so they've done a a specific parade for the very Merry Christmas party that was kind of exclusive for that. But on select days in the past, they have done one where it was available um, not every day of the afternoon, um, but they would do the same parade during the middle of the day, basically. So some regular day paying guests could see it. And we had the chance to be there on one of those days and saw it. saw Santa and Mickey, Minnie, and all the others kind of dressed up in their outfits. And it was just a really fun experience. It's a fun, happy, lighthearted parade uh, that has the sort of Disney pixie dust sprinkled kind of together with the holiday magic and uh it was just really really entertaining experience and also and also if you'll remember you know 15 years ago um animal kingdom still had parades not just flotillas i think like they've been doing the past year or so but they had actual uh parades it was called something like the jingle uh jungle jamming parade or something like that i don't remember the exact name of it uh but a really awesome experience, you know, again, characters that had sort of this sort of animal kingdom flair to it that, that I feel like definitely had Joe Rody's paw prints on it, if you will. Um, it was just, it was a wonderful theme, very fun event uh, that, that we love that we got to see and experience. Um, and then there was our Epcot day. Uh, <laughs> uh, my wife says, I'm watching you Rogers always watching. Uh, thank you. I guess that makes me Mike Wazowski. Uh, so we'll go, we'll go with that. So there's also the Epcot day, which was, you know, Tanya, you can chime in on this if you want to. I think it was probably our favorite day of the entire time we did. And that was an open to close day at Epcot. And you're probably saying to yourself, self, isn't Epcot, like, especially if you got little kids and stuff, isn't that normally the part that you would like either not go to or only do a half day at? Some people might say yes. I fully believe, regardless of what age your kids are, that uh, you could do um, you could do a full day, full day at Epcot if you wanted to. And one of the reasons why we did a full day at Epcot was because the international, what's called now the International Festival of the Holidays. I think it was called then just like the Festival of the Holidays or something like that. It had a slightly different name, uh, but of course the the sort of holiday theme topiaries, the Christmas tree uh, that's there that they do a nightly lighting of the the festive, you know, holiday food items that are there. Some of the characters and, you know, the lights, the different things, they were still doing illuminations back then. And they had a special holiday tag, sort of the special holiday ending that they would do to the show, uh, which was really awesome and, and very special. But one of the things that we absolutely loved were the Epcot storytellers and the storytellers. And this is something that has been done except for last year. I believe they are coming back this year from what I understand uh, is that uh, or, or actually, no, let me back up. Uh, I'll tell you that we don't hundred percent know because we haven't heard of all the details for the international festival of holidays just yet. Uh, but I would fully suspect that the storytellers would be back. Uh, definitely highlight event. So most of the countries around the world, showcase as it were have some sort of santa uh figure be it uh pio noel uh in 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 france or father christmas in the uk or santa claus you know in in the american pavilion uh each country kind of has their own uh sort of story of of what's the sort of santa tradition is like and they're not all called saint nick or santa claus it's something slightly different and each of these storytellers kind of dress up in costume 
and uh, they kind of take you through the story and, and act out and tell a story with maybe some other actors and you know different theme music and thing along the way. They kind of a, have an outdoor sort of seating area around each country where you can experience these, and they're sort of going on throughout the day. And it's it's ed- educational, but it's also lighthearted and fu- lighthearted and fun. I mean, these are you know funny, lighthearted presentations that we really enjoyed seeing, and you know we love uh, we love learning about all the different traditions and kind of taking it all in. And of course, you know, the world showcase lagoon is a very large thing to walk around. And we probably did a couple of laps or so of it uh, as we were experiencing all these different storytellers. And we did a lot of the attractions. We ate some good food. I mentioned earlier that we went to garden grill uh, and that was a lot of fun. So um, definitely don't bypass Epcot. Definitely don't bypass Epcot during the holiday season. Okay, so definitely make sure to check it out. So she did say, uh, my wife does agree, the storytellers were my favorite. And uh, Jen comments, I wonder what Morocco's is. I don't know, um, but if you know and you're listening in the comments, we'd love to hear from you if you know what Morocco's Santa tradition is. I think most of them have one uh, that's there. I, I don't, honestly, I don't specifically remember Morocco having one. They might have had something. Um, but uh, anyway, so there's that. Uh, next on the list are the exploring the gingerbread houses. So, you know, each, uh, we didn't go to every one. So a lot of the resorts have these sort of featured gingerbread houses that are, you know, kind of has a, a wood wooden structure to it. But, you know, all the panels, shingles, and, you know, a lot of the, even some of the supports and uh, whatnot are these big, you know, massive pieces of gingerbread. And then they sell gingerbread out of these houses and sometimes hot cider. They actually had one uh, at the American Pavilion at Epcot in a park uh, where they would sell hot cider out of it. And for a while I had this mug where they, you know, uh, you had, excuse me, it was a mug that they would serve you cider in. It was sort of a souvenir thing um, that we took home with us. And I think we ended up um, giving that away at some point. But we went to that. We went to the one at the Grand Floridian, of course, uh, you know, where we had our couples, couples massage and got to see that in person. And that was really neat. And of course, in the Grand Floridian, like like the Animal Kingdom Lodge, they have this massive tree uh, that's inside it. And even though, like, you're probably saying to yourself, like, this is like, I've said that a bunch of times this episode, I'm sorry. Uh, but a lot of these things, most all these things that I'm talking about happened 15 years ago, but a lot of these things I'm talking about are still going on uh, today. So like, if you wanted to plan a trip, during the holiday season to see a lot of these things, check it out. Go, you know, that a lot of the decorations start going up uh, right after Halloween. So like November one, a lot of the fall decorations are coming down. The holiday decorations are going up. There's this sort of slight gray area for the first few days of November. When you see some fall things and some Christmas, you know, slash holiday things, they're still up. And then towards that, you know, into the first full week of November is when, you know, all the holiday decor is up the music is going and it's just, it's just a really fun place, fun place to be for sure. So we also did some pen trading, uh, have a lot of pictures with, uh, this, excuse me, this hat on right here, uh, with our, with our lanyards on, and I've still got a lanyard somewhere. We don't do as much of that anymore. Uh, but that was a lot of fun, uh, doing pen trading, uh, for, for a little while when we did that. Uh, there's some pins that like I wouldn't let go of. Like I think I have one from the opening of like when uh, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith opened. Uh, I have one of those, and there's like some others that are really neat. Just some that kind of you know are sentimental and bring back memories and things. And uh, we did a picture in front of the Sorcerer Mickey hat. I did not. I did not want to get my picture taken with that hat on because it just 
it's like it's literally poop, you know, just like I'll, I'll do it again. It just sort of like sits sits on there like barely because I've got a large noggin and that's that's how it's made. So that's that's OK. So uh, we did miss out on a few things, unfortunately, like I talked about earlier uh, when my wife wasn't feeling well. Uh, but, um, you know, again, those are hopefully memories we hope to make one day when we go back, either with our own family our whole family or uh, just us. So that's, that's one of the things I would love to love to relive one of these days. All in all, like I would 100% recommend 100% recommend going to Walt Disney world during the holiday season. It doesn't have to be during the busiest week of the, the year between uh, Christmas and new year's. It can be, you know, in that early mid part of November when the holiday decorations are up, it can be after Christmas because a lot of those decorations are still up. If you just want to be there for that, if you want to be there when all the things are going, I would definitely recommend like after Thanksgiving, but before like Christmas, full on Christmas time when kids are still in school. So really that like first week or two of, of December is a great time to go as well. Cause the temperature is a little bit more mild. Uh, all the things are up and running for the holiday season and you'll have a blast creating some amazing memories. So whether you're going, you know, there on just a family trip or playing an anniversary or a honeymoon or another special trip to celebrate something, uh, definitely don't, miss out or going to Walt Disney World uh, during the holiday season. It's an extra special time to go. Even if you're not going on during the holiday season and you are celebrating a honeymoon, uh, a lot of things that I mentioned uh, are typically available. There's some great adult-only options uh, for couples that are going there to celebrate and make some amazing memories. Uh, one of the things I do for my clients, I mentioned we had um, um, I'm starting to do more of this, uh, as I am able, one of the things I like to do is I like to send them a, a thank you. And we have something with Travelmation called Travelmation Treats, uh, where we are able to do basically almost in-room gift delivery. Uh, and some like, I don't, we don't have a random person that like shows up to your door or anything, but sometimes the Disney cast members uh, will deliver these things on our behalf. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things I love doing. So there's some ways that like, I like to sprinkle magic to my clients to make sure they know that they are loved, appreciated, and that, you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful for uh, their, uh, their, 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 commitment to to use me as their travel planner and you know i try to sell find ways to celebrate with them you know along the way there there are ways to get special things delivered and you know i can't like make mickey magically appear at your table you know at like you know wherever you want or to eat dinner but you know there's some things that we can do to definitely talk about and figure out how to make it extra special and some experiences for you so that's one of the things i do i try to get to know everybody and uh see how we can serve them well to make sure whatever experience they're, they're looking for uh, at walt disney world uh is 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 the one that fits well for them so uh, I really appreciate you all uh, popping on tonight uh, for this fun little episode as we kind of went down memory lane a little bit and I shared part of my Disney story. Uh, we may go back to talking about uh, when my wife and I were cast members. Uh, we may do one of those shows. Uh, we may have, you know, another show or two that uh, we do as well to kind of go down memory lane. So if you have any show ideas, uh, for be it my wife and I doing one together or uh, other show ideas, topics, things you would like to cover aside from just taking a look at Disney news, please send them I send them my way. Feel free to just drop them in the comments uh, or uh, send me an email or message on Facebook or whatever the case is. So uh, again, thank you all so much for joining me for another episode of travel tips Tuesday. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I look forward to sharing more of with you about my run Disney journey as we get into that and coming back to you next week for another episode. So again, thank you so much. We hope you have a magical rest of your week and we'll see you again real soon.
Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.